Welcome back to Judging Book Covers Podcast, your bi-weekly book club, book club podcast focused on helping people clear out their to-be-read list. I'm Megan Griffin, and as always, I am joined by my absolutely amazing co-host, Stephanie Cortez. How are you doing? Doing pretty well. That's uh, Good. kind of shocking that it's December already. <laughs> I know. It's like, I was trying to explain the other day that the feeling of, that I get when I think of that Black Panther came out this yes. year, but yes. also that it's December 2018. Yeah. Is such a weird, like... Like it flew by, mixture. sort of. Or no, it but took forever. But also like six years. Yeah, it took forever, I think, maybe at the beginning, and then November just disappeared. It did. Yeah. It did, and my December's so booked that I'm oh. like, oh, this is going to fly by very quickly. Same. Absolutely the same. <laughs> oh, yeah, yours is... So much more book than mine is. Yep. <laughs> this is what happens when your parents don't stay together. <laughs> you go everywhere for the That's holiday. That's very true. <laughs> Especially when everybody has a birthday in December. That's true. That's true. Well, my mom's was November, but because we were getting together this Saturday, it's just a big combo of yes. hers, mine, Christmas, and then my stepdad's birthday is the 27th. <laughs> so. Oh my gosh. Well, happy birthday. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know if this is going to come out tomorrow on your birthday or a couple days later oh on wednesday happy birthday yeah yours is on wednesday yeah. okay yeah. is it today is the third not the fourth yes. i keep thinking it's the fourth <laughs> that's the problem but yeah um stop trying to fast forward the month even more <laughs> i know i'm sorry <laughs> i still have christmas to presents to get for this weekend <laughs> i know I, I really need it to slow down because i need to make yeah, so many you have stuff to do <laughs> yeah it's gonna be gonna be an interesting one just think next episode i'm gonna be like yeah here making stuff (laughs) counting stitches as we go (laughs) so we'll have a a nice good book for that i'm sure yes uh but this week or this episode we read difficult women by roxane gay which i think last episode i said was a collection of essays and i was very wrong and i agreed with you or i said i said it too (laughs) it's like wait this was not right (laughs) No, it is definitely a collection of short stories, um, which is something she very much excels at. I think she started as a fiction writer. Um, Have you read Untamed State by any chance? I have not. So when I got my Kindle a couple years ago, I I bought it for myself for like Christmas birthday treat myself. And uh, when it came, I was like, all right, let's buy some books. I was looking, trying to figure stuff out. I was like, yeah, let's do Untamed State. And I don't know what happened, but... Chris wasn't feeling good or something. So I ended up reading that book in one weekend. Don't do that. It's, it's heavy. Do not, don't do that. Cause at the end I was like, I want to kill people. (laughs) Specifically (laughs) a few people in this book. Um, It's about a woman who gets abducted in Haiti, I believe, and held for ransom. And she's there for a while and it's bad. It's very well written. It's a great book. It's a great read. Just don't read it in like two days. Don't do that to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I learned that with her uh, uh, rape culture book mm-hmm. that I read earlier this year, which is not all essays by her. It's by a bunch of different uh, people. But still, I was like going into difficult women. Based on the title, this is not going to be a happy breezy book. Yeah. And uh, it was not. <laughs> from the first story nope <laughs> I uh, I read the first story and closed my book and turned on a movie on the airplane and was like I can't do this right now 
totally so, totally understandable <laughs> i and reading the first story i was like yep this is about kind of how i thought some of the stories would go yeah just not from story one. <laughs> oh, we dive right in like <laughs> oh, yeah. um so did you do you have the paperback yes. or the hardback okay i have the paperback yeah yeah oh yes same, same yes um so this cover is actually quite beautiful i think mm-hmm. it is black um with every all the writing is in pink and there is a something shattered that has been pieced together to make a heart mm-hmm. i don't know if it was actually a heart to begin with but it is very uh reminiscent of the women in this book yes i like there's like the little flecks of the glass or the whatever it is like at the bottom of the book too like around yeah. throughout the cover and it goes around to the back too yeah um which only has reviews on it yeah it maybe should have had something no i guess maybe there is in the middle there which i didn't read (laughs) nope i didn't either i was like oh these are all reviews except for that part let's just dive in (laughs) yep yep she's like it's gonna be essays she's gonna be talking about awesome women um there is another collection of short stories that this reminded me of that i uh give me a second i can find the actual name um but it is all based on it's like cranky women of history Mm. and it's based on it's short fictional stories based on real women Mm. Um, which is another one that i was like this is a little too heavy i'm gonna have to put it aside for right now Mm. but i do have it i'm gonna double check the title really quick come on internet cranky ladies of history Mm, okay is what it's called so um, I do highly recommend it as well. If you uh, just want to read some um, crazy fictional stories about real women. Nice. So, so let's see. Do we want to just, I don't know how. Um, did you have a favorite? I was trying to think. Or a couple of favorites. Um, they... I know there was one that I was like, oh, nope, this one broke me. Um, But as a favorite, I strangely liked the Florida story. Mm. I don't know if it was because I was actually in (laughs) Florida. And it felt way too real because of that. (laughs) That was a very good one. uh, What about you? Did you have a favorite? Um, I really liked... Let's see, it's called How. It's the one about Hannah. She lives with her husband, and then her dad is staying with her, and then her sister and her husband and their child are staying with her, and her mom had left them. I I liked that one because of the end, particularly. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. That was a very good one. Yeah. Um, It's maybe kind of a, a little bit of a warning. A lot of these stories do touch on rape assault abuse as you probably tell from what we were saying leading up leading up to this that they're not yeah super happy but just kind of a a warning with that that that's kind of a, not a theme but it runs through a lot of them um yeah i wanted to see what was this written especially there there's a story about the civil war oh civil yeah war, 2017 yep. i am curious when she was actually writing these mm-hmm. um because yeah that was like as close to a happy story yeah i did laugh though while reading open marriage 
the one yes. where the <laughs> yeah that one did make me laugh because i was like what are you doing <laughs> is that the one where she's basically like in love with a brother that she's nope of oh, the husband that's oh, the one, one where the guy wants to open his marriage and she says no and they're having oh, this debate yes. and she and they had this argument about yogurt and if i don't know why her stance was that yogurt can never expire but that yeah, was which like, is stupid right that was her stance and she ate this like two month old disgusting tasting yogurt the whole, like just got every ounce of it out like out of that little container in his face just to prove her point <laughs> it's just like what it reminded me of um did you ever see that movie Life with Mikey with Michael J. Fox from the early 90s? Oh, yeah, like way back in the day, but I He was a, like I He was a um he was a child actor, or his character was a child actor, and now he's like a talent agent. And he finds this other this kid, Angie. Um she's a pickpocket and she, she ends up staying with him and like even though she's from a poor neighborhood, poor house, she's like, your place is disgusting. Like, she cleans, she <laughs> buys her own food to eat. And I think when he realizes that he's super insulted and he's like, I have food, I'm going to have cereal. And he pours the cereal and then he pours the milk, which is like, it looks like blue oh. cheese, like chunks oh. coming out of the <laughs> thing. Oh. And then he eats it. No. Just, not the whole oh. thing. He takes like a bite. But that's what I kept thinking of while reading that story. <laughs> Yeah, like, I've definitely opened yogurt and been like, oh, nope, nope, this is not good anymore. I'm definitely one of those, like, oh, what's this date? We're a few days. I'm not even going to open it. I'm just going to throw it away. I've definitely Googled a few times to be like, what is good past his expiration Mm -hmm. date? Mm -hmm. And I think our argument is something about bacteria. And it's like the probiotics and stuff. That's that does not mean, though, that it doesn't expire. They have I know. Like, they have to put a date on there, but that date is also there for a reason. <laughs> yeah. And two months. Right. It's also a dairy product. It's yeah. also not cheese that you're trying to age for, like, three years. Oh. It's not cheese. Even cheese? Even cheese I'm uncomfortable letting yeah. mold. And you're supposed to, like, that's supposed to be okay. I know. That gets thrown yeah. out. Yep. <laughs> yep. But yeah, that one was funny. There was like a there's a str- uh, string of really short like two pagers. Mm-hmm. That was one of in them in the middle. Yeah, because um, the one after it is about the guy uh, eating the burrito. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, she takes him home and like put some shower and eat and stuff, and then maybe have sex with him. I don't know if they had sex. I do remember, though, it ends sort of with her saying she remembers being a kid and her mom, like, going to taking her to school and being like, you go befriend the lonely kids or, like, the ugly kids or yeah, whatever. That does remind me. I There, there was one that I felt was, like, the as close to happy, and I'm trying to think what it was called. It's the one where the sun goes out. Oh, um... The Sacrifice of Darkness? Yes. Which yes. is about... Um, I, some of these stories are told from the perspective of the woman and some are told from the perspective of like the husband mm-hmm. or partner of the woman. And I definitely preferred it when it was from the perspective of the woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one is... It's a woman whose husband's father flew 
an air machine into the sun, which caused the world to go into darkness. Yeah, like it killed the sun or shut the sun down. Yeah, and like all the political stuff that could happen with that, mm-hmm. including like they debate sacrificing the kid. Right. And she befriends him, and they end up getting married. It, it was like all the political stuff all the badness kind of felt second mm-hmm. whenever they were together. And I really, like, it was, I was like, this is as, like, happy as it's going to get. Yeah. And it's almost like <laughs> and, it uh, started sad, and then it was, like, picking up and getting yeah. happy. Yeah. They ended up having a kid, and they mm-hmm. named her Dawn. Mm-hmm. And I'll admit, I was on the subway tearing up. <laughs> <laughs> very, very happy. Because, like, the, you know, into adulthood, they're, you know, still, like, this, this guy is basically paying for his father's sins, but mm-hmm. it's not really a sin. Like her, her, his father did it because of the miners. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a whole thing. And, uh, the darkness from the mine seeping into him and just needing that light. Yeah. And the miners don't blame him because they get that feeling. Exactly. So. And, uh, one of the guys trips her because like, they've not told anybody <sighs> they're pregnant. Cause they're really worried that they're going to try to sacrifice the kid. And at the very least, like, any joy that they have, they're mm-hmm. going to try to take away. And, like, I was all on board, like, in my book. The guy on the subway is, like, trying to figure out what I'm reading next to me. And I'm like, <laughs> no, don't. But I also, so, at the end, when their daughter is born, they notice mm-hmm. that the sky in certain parts, it looks a little bit gray, not black. Yes. Like, I was like, she brought the sun back. But then she did towards the end when she's. I think at the playground or somewhere with their daughter, a woman comes up to her and asks, was your child's life worth a lifetime of darkness? And I was like, that question doesn't even make sense. Like, what? No, what? it doesn't. Also, like, maybe you haven't realized that the sky is getting lighter, but what, what does their having a child have to do with what his father did so many years ago? I, I would not be surprised if there was like a faction of the town that believed, truly believed if they fa- uh, sacrificed that kid. Oh, I'm sure. Back. I'm sure. But it was like, now the sun's going to come back through uh, love and happiness. Yep. And Dawn should be celebrated, as should her yes. parents. <laughs> yes. You bow down I to them, so you jerks. <laughs> and he doesn't ask her to marry him. He's just like, I don't know. This, this story, just like uh, everything about it. I think it's because it's one of the few guys that... Uh, wasn't cheating. Wasn't cheating, so wasn't abusing. Yep. There wasn't a moment where, like, what even from the guy's perspective, like, the sex felt weird, mm-hmm. almost. And at no point did this one. It just felt very sweet throughout. Mm-hmm. And he basically, I, I can't remember exactly what he says, but he's like, I want to marry you or um, I was meant to marry you or something like. And basically she's I mean like. to marry you. I mean to marry yeah, you. That's right. I like that. And she's like, I'm glad you never, you didn't ask it as a question or something. Yeah. It was super sweet. And yeah. But yeah, I think that was like the only guy that didn't make my skin crawl at any point. Yeah. Cause there was like, cause yes, there's a lot of cheating. Yeah. Even when, so there was one story towards the end that's told from the perspective of the husband of the man. Called we are all so happy now about basically being being a successful black man in a white work environment and neighborhood with his black family. 
And I'm like, okay, I see where you're coming from. I see what's going on. And then there's the part about how I've only had one affair, but it's been going on for years. And I was like, well, fuck you. Like, why? It's like, uh, are we trying to make an argument that marriage isn't, shouldn't be a thing? I don't like, I'm, I don't know. Then there's the other one too, where the husband is a professor, I believe. Oh, I like that one, yeah. Yes, but she's also had, and he's cheating, but she also is yeah. cheating with that tortured poet across town. Yes. So, yeah, he's cheating. She knows. He knows she knows. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't know she's cheating. Because she's better at being not super obvious and leaving shit all over the place for her spouse to find. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, I know some couples, like, it works for them. And so, it keeps them young or something and i don't know i have no idea after so many years of marriage what works for people but But something tells me that guy would be super pissed if he found out that she was cheating he i feel like he's one of those guys who's like well i can cheat but what are you doing Uh, exactly right women don't want Um, sex got it they don't (laughs) yeah okay or attention from someone else like okay sure Yep. They got, we get married and we put our blinders on is what happens for women. Exactly. All you live after you get married, the only point you have is to have babies. Mm. I did enjoy that. uh, um, Noble things where, which is uh, the second civil war Mm -hmm. story. Um, Anna stood up and said women should have a voice even if they aren't married and i was like oh god i can see all this happening mm-hmm. yep. way too vivid vividly with the exception of maybe fast food going away yeah that i that was like a really actually a twist i really enjoyed yeah um but also that the country split not just into the north and south but, like, Mexico was getting Texas back. Mm-hmm. And Cuba got Florida. And uh, California. It didn't say what happened to California and Hawaii. Maybe they just became their own country. Oh, yeah. I didn't think about those it two. Was, well, it said, like, uh, something about the West. And don't even ask about California and Hawaii. Here it is. Oh. Um, the Federated... Federated states of the North included pretty much every state that didn't succeed, stretching across much of the country, skipping most of the West, including California and Hawaii. Hmm. So either they were part of the South, which doesn't make sense. No, not at all. Or they did their own thing. (laughs) Yeah. Screw all of you. We're succeeding as well. I could see California totally doing that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was an interesting one. Yeah, I, it felt a little too real. Mm-hmm. I mean, all of these felt too real. Yes. But this in particular and this current political climate was like, oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, North Country was the other one that like really rang with me. I think uh, it, it's the one where she moves to Michigan and she's oh. dealing with her first winter. Yes. 
And everybody thinks she's from Detroit for some reason. Because she's black, um, and that's where black people come from, <laughs> is Detroit. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> I'm sorry I couldn't, like, I was like, I don't Ugh. I don't get where this is coming from. Like, it's I've like, never looked at someone okay. and been like, you're from Detroit? Yes, black people don't, don't exist in anywhere else, apparently. <laughs> like, it's just like, really? Because, like, there's one part where she says she had, she was keeping track but then, like, one night, it totally obliterated even the amount she had been asked up to that point. Which is insane. I don't... Ah. I think I only know one person from Detroit, and they're white. Like, it never <laughs> crossed my mind to be like... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, that probably just shows where I've lived, I guess. There it is. I was asked for. I am asked thirty-four times if I'm from Detroit. A new record for a single day. <laughs> oh my god, that's insane. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get trying to make small talk with someone you don't know, but how about instead? Hey, where are you from? Yeah, <laughs> how about that instead. <laughs> yeah, that's. Ugh. But this was a good um, one because she's dealing with. Um, she uh, gave birth to a stillborn baby. She was pregnant mm-hmm. with, um, she basically was having a relationship with her dissertation advisor. Baby was stillborn. And then she also catches him having sex with his lab assistant. So, yeah. but he also was a total dick. Like he, where is it? Kept You're, promising he would leave. It was, um, let's see, he told me I was cold and distant. Oh, okay. How, how do you expect someone to respond to losing their child? But Okay. And he told me I had no reason to mourn a child that never lived, which I was like, fuck this guy. So she ends up um, accepting this position that she has now here where she is now um, left and never looked back. But so she's still dealing with that. Like a lot of these, Mm -hmm. I like that they taught, they look at sort of the different ways that someone could deal with trauma Mm -hmm. and the different ways people could respond to that. Yeah, it's because no one does respond the same way. Right. Um, And there were quite a few, or a couple at least, where they, I'm trying to find the other one that jumped out at me when thinking about the way that you respond. Uh, Break all the way down. It's the one where their child gets hit by a car and dies, and she sort of leaves her husband. Just sort of. Like, she moves, she goes and stays with this, this, like, she finds the meanest man that she can at a bar, and she basically gets this guy to hurt her because of the pain that she's feeling. And yeah, this was the story that I was like, I don't know if I can do the rest yeah. of this book. That one was yeah. really rough. Because it, like, goes through the scene of the child actually dying, and yeah, I, I could understand the guilt and wanting to punish yourself for that and feeling like you can't, Mm -hmm. um, that you can't be allowed to be okay. Mm -hmm. But also she's been given this baby. Yes. So the boyfriend's ex leaves their child, not with him, with her. Like she specifies, I'm leaving my child with you, not with him. Yeah. Like, but she, I, I, the, Everybody knows about what happened. Yes, so she she's knew like, too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And she said, like, so I think it's the time when she 
the the narrator she calls the woman she's like this is crazy like she's like listen i know i saw the news i know what happened that was not your fault right so although apparently right after the accident happened when she called her mother her mother said basically how could you let this happen this is your fault it was literally a case of basically letting the child's hand go for like a second and he sees yeah. is it a dog or something he wants to go after and it's you a dog because she couldn't look at a, a dog yes again. and little toddler legs can go super fast when they are gunning for a toy or for oh, a yeah. dog or something that they want and that's what happened oh yeah like the number of times i mean this story made me rethink like Every time that my one of my siblings like bumped their head and mm-hmm. how guilty I felt about that, yep. and it's like you just—it it isn't her fault. It's not their fault at all. Like right. they are basically at a Whole Foods. Yeah, and it's like the last place you would ever expect something like this would happen. Yeah, um, just getting groceries, doing their normal family thing. Yeah, yeah, and also like kind of kudos to the husband for like letting her grieve but then when it crosses the line yeah he's like you're done you're coming back home and he also goes we're and going... beats up the guy yeah. yeah and like we are going to start the process of getting better yes and then they and end she's... up yeah she's like if we're gonna do this yeah. we have to burn everything mm-hmm. we have to move mm-hmm. and all that and he's like essentially i will do whatever you need to heal but you have to say the name of our you know our son like you have to start healing from the inside which was also his name because the child was named ben jr yeah so good argument for not doing juniors <laughs> like yeah oh uh, yeah that one especially because it goes into detail about how the kid died and i was like mm, yeah nope nope not okay mm-hmm between that one and the first one. I was just going to say the first one. That was the other one. Yeah, like, we open up on the story of two sisters that basically cannot leave each other's side. Like, they've never gone to any kind of counseling to kind of deal with this traumatic experience. And not to say that, like, it's a bad thing that they won't leave each other's side, but, like, that is a codependency issue. Yeah. And at first you're just like, oh, they're close. Okay, fine. Yeah. Because they're going to Reno where one of them, her husband, is. And so she goes and gets her sister and she's like, we're going. And you're like, oh, okay, sister's going on a road trip. Um, and then you find out through kind of sort of like flashbacks, like memories of it, that mm-hmm. they were abducted as children. Although actually first it, the narrator was taken first and then her sister, Carolina, Carolina, I think was her name. She went mm-hmm. running and basically put herself into the van as well because she, and when asked why, she said she couldn't leave her sister alone. Um, then exactly what you think would happen when right. two girls get abducted uh, is exactly what happens. Right. In detail. And then when they get home, you know, they do like, they go to the, co- like they go to an emergency room checked out obviously everyone knows what happened but then when they go back to school the narrator says you know as soon as they took attendance i got up i walked out of the classroom and i walked into my sister's classroom and sat down next to her and the adults like didn't know what to do yeah so again not knowing how to respond when someone is handling their trauma in a certain way that you just don't have any idea what to do with yeah 
I am really glad. So the whole point of this is that uh, the Carol, Carolina, Carolina got married, but her husband went to Reno and like she, her sister didn't want to leave their town. So she didn't. Right. And basically now she's like, okay, we need to go. And I'm very glad that the husband, well, kind of like a dumbass, mm-hmm. is still at his core. Like, he's not going to hurt her. Right. Like, he's an idiot. Yeah. And probably <laughs> never going to amount to much of anything. But when it counts, but, he's there. And yeah. will be there. And he's not, like, trying to, although maybe at the beginning it sounds like he's going to hit on his her sister. I was a little worried about that, if I'm being honest. Yeah. I was very, a little very worried about that. <laughs> like, he keeps telling her that she's a pretty girl, but I think it is supposed to in his mind come across as like he's complimenting her mm-hmm. and like trying to make her feel better yeah as where obviously what it come across is it comes across as is that he may try to do something right um and then we find out that the guy that abducted him he did go, he does go to jail they find out that there's videos mm. Which they let them watch the videos. Just like, why? Okay, the children ask for things all the time. These two particular children, the victims of these terrible crimes, are asking to watch these videos of the crimes. I don't know if that's a good thing. No. I don't know. I mean, I guess I get it. But also, like, I don't. I don't know. Um, And then... Mr. Peter is the guy's name. Yeah. Um, he was up for parole and he had found God and he's a changed man. And it would be so great if they would forgive him and like kind of speak for him um, so that he can get parole. And he mails this letter to Carolina's house. So that's why she got her sister to go to Reno was to basically hide because yep. clearly the guy knows where they live. Um, and that's when, when she shows the okay. letter. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> okay, no, because I, I was like, I thought he was out. But then I was like, no, it's definitely him trying to He's make trying parole. trying to get out, yeah. So why were they panicking? Because he knows where they live. Right, okay. and if he gets that, that parole, and if he gets out, he can easily find them. And this is the where we like when she gives it to her husband, Daryl. He reads it like he knows what's happened. And he reads it and he's, he says, I may not seem like much of a man, but he's not going to let that guy hurt them or even find them. So. Yeah. Reno's a good place to run away to. Yeah. They also do something that's like weirdly on my bucket list, even after working in aviation insurance, <laughs> which is like, lay on the runway like i don't know uh-huh. there's something about that just like <laughs> lay on the runway and watch planes take off it's so dangerous don't do that but uh. it also might be on my bucket list <laughs> uh. but seriously don't do that don't do that yeah <laughs> no. no um i also thought she... oh go ahead no, go ahead. Oh, I was going to jump to a different story, so go ahead. Sure. I was just going to say that I do think it is uh, the juxtaposition of some of these stories that are really hard to take. Mm-hmm. Usually is followed by some very light 
uh, none of them are super like um, silly, mm-hmm. but they're definitely lighter. Right. Although I would say eating expired yogurt with a smile on your face was I pretty like, say, what yeah. are you doing? <laughs> so yeah, good I though. F- just, but I was like, I was really feeling that I'm trying to win an argument with my spouse. I'm going to win this argument because I am right. And just like, re- this is like doubling down <laughs> as much as one like, can. <laughs> it's like the, they're arguing about the yogurt, but she's also like, you're not going to really step out on me. Like, right. But she was, she's saying that he can, she's saying she doesn't want to open the marriage from her end, but sure. You go ahead. That's basically how I could like picture her saying like, Oh yeah, sure. Go ahead. I'm not yeah. going to, but yeah, you, you go ahead. <laughs> it must be nice to have that much confidence that you're like, I know I'm enough. You're not going to find anybody better than me. Right. And also I know this while eating expired yogurt. Yes. With the probiotics that are living. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I know, stomach. so gross. <laughs> oh. oh, I might not eat yogurt for a little while. Yeah. <laughs> I thought um, the Mark of Cain was an interesting one. I strangely liked that. One. Yeah. So That's... this one, we have a woman who is married to a twin. He has an identical twin. Her husband's name is Caleb, and he has an identical twin named Jacob. And sometimes they switch places for days at a time, and she never lets on that she knows. I'm just like, the audacity of man. A, the audacity of Mr. Peter in the first story to ask these girls for forgiveness. And then the audacity of these two, like, yes, you're identical twins. However, if anyone was going to be able to tell you apart besides your parents, it's going to be a spouse. Yeah, like... Like, you can't possibly kiss the same way. Like, there's going to be little things. (laughs) Like, I have identical twin sisters. <laughs> you spend enough time with them. You, like... Because, like, there are a couple pictures I look at, and I'm like, mm, I can't quite tell which one's which. Mm-hmm. But you spend time with them. They're going to... Yeah, like... Yeah. Yeah, Chris's it's, sisters it was... are twins. They're fraternal twins. And I was like, really? They're not identical? <laughs> <laughs> and he, like, for the most part, he doesn't have a... Like, he obviously grew up with them, but, like, looking at pictures of baby pictures or when they were younger, he can mostly tell oh, them yeah. apart. Although, mostly it's because one of them had, like, a burst blood vessel on her nose, so you can tell. But when that goes away, it's like, I don't know which one is which. Yeah. I don't know. And he, but he usually can't because he spends, you spend enough time with someone, with yeah, these twins, you, you will be able to tell them apart. You deal with them crying and screaming <laughs> and pulling your hair when they're, you know, wanting a bottle. And you eventually, like, you can tell the difference. Mm-hmm. But, uh... No, this, it reminded me of, uh, oh crap, what is that? The place where you send the postcards to with the secrets on them. Oh, post secret? And post secret, yes. Yeah. And someone sent in, because apparently I still follow them on Facebook, it just like randomly popped up on my newsfeed. And it was uh, a guy, I'm assuming it's a guy because it was like, <laughs> my wife doesn't know I smoke weed. And I was like, you dumbass, of course she yes, does. Yes, she does. Like, yes, <laughs> she does <laughs> yeah it was like and that's exactly how i felt about this where it was like you really think she doesn't know it feel honestly it feels kind of like i feel like jacob the nicer one because caleb's a dick but oh yeah jacob i feel like he knew that she knew but yeah. maybe caleb's ego wouldn't let him realize that he's actually not smarter than his wife and he's not getting one over on her because yeah. 
Jacob, in air quotes, has a girlfriend. It's really Caleb's girlfriend. So, like, there's a part where they, all four of them go out, and it's, uh, wait, which one's with? I think it's Caleb is with the girlfriend, right? Yes. And Jacob is with her. Yes. Because what? she is in love with Jacob. Which begs yeah. the question, why did you marry Caleb? Right. But whatever. And why are you staying married to Caleb? Yeah. Because also Caleb and is an abusive asshole, and st- and not just verbally. And also playing this trick or trick, you know. Yeah, like, the added thing to it is Jacob knows that he beats her. Mm-hmm. And apologizes for it. Mm-hmm. But never, like, does anything about it. Right. Right. And then it ends with her pregnant with twins. Uh. Which is, for the record, why I'm never having kids. I'm absolutely <laughs> terrified I'm going to end up with twins. Um, Oh, I had but a friend yeah. at work, um, at one of my old jobs, who was like, yeah, but if you have, like, a twin boy and a twin girl, you're done. Boom. I'm like, this um, is true. True. But A, you can't plan for that. And B, no. I don't want to give birth to one child. I have a fear about no. that. So. No. no. Yeah. And also, when one is sick, odds are the other is going to be sick as well. Yeah. And, oh boy. Two crying babies at once. I, mm, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Nope. Mm-mm. And then when one starts sleepwalking. Oh, dear. And, yeah. Mackenzie slept walk for years. Oh, I don't know God. if she still does. Caitlin did, too, though. So, mm. I just, it's something about, like, stress. Because mm-hmm. Mackenzie would do it, like, right before school started or, like, before a recital or something like that. Yeah. And, uh, but it's terrifying because she would dance around the, the house and come and pet the dogs. Oh, my God. And, like, I tried to talk to her, and when she didn't respond, I was like, oh, you're asleep. Let's get you back to bed. <laughs> and she would open the garage door. Oh, shit. And, oh, I never had kids. So it was tough. around the time there was some, like, Jewish demon movie coming out. What? Where, like, a <laughs> demon with a kid. It, it ended up being a Jewish demon. It was very strange. And uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, I think, was the dad. Ooh, and, Jeffrey Dean. Um... Anyways, I was just like, this commercial was everywhere. And I was like, all right, well, my sister's possessed. <laughs> and we're just going to give her whatever she wants. It's okay. <laughs> it's like, you don't want to pet the dog? Sure. Fine. Just don't kill me in my sleep. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh. But also the twins in the story, they were dealing with, um, it, it showed how, cause it's all about how they're identical and how, they went through the same issues and they had an abusive dad that really traumatized them. And yet they both grew up and dealt with the trauma differently. Right. So one beats his wife. One does not. Yeah. Um, let's see the Florida one. Oh, yeah. I, don't, I don't know why I loved it other than just like it, it could have been set in any state and it's mm-hmm. still, would have felt just as real, but it's mm-hmm. essentially like different households yep. within uh, a community and all the women trying to deal with it. A community with money. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, let's see. Baby arm was interesting. 
That was an interesting one. I felt like it was there to uh, oh. be a palate cleanser almost. One of my favorite lines was in that story, and I need to find it. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's about a young woman. She's dating a guy. Is he? Does he do windows? Or he's a merchandiser. Yeah. And he brings her a baby, like a mannequin baby arm. And she asks about man- the movie Mannequin, which... I know Mannequin 2 on the move way more than I know the first one, but my brother and I really? loved that sequel, and we used to watch it all the time. <laughs> I didn't know there was a sequel, so now I need to find this. There, Christy Swanson is in it. I don't know who else is in it. Um, <laughs> she plays the princess, and there's that song from, oh, God, uh, Nothing's Gonna Stop Us Now. Is it Starship, I want to say? I'm looking. Because I love that song. Yes. Nothing's Gonna Stop Us Now by Starship is, is from that movie. And I love it. So. <laughs> That's amazing. Yes. And I've seen the first one with Kim Cattrall and Andrew McCarthy. But I don't know it as well. I don't know why. Yeah. Like, I have this thing where I seem to know the sequels better than the originals. Like, Ninja I Turtles mean, I feel that and way about Secret Grease of the Ooze. Ooh, see, I know Grease better than Grease 2. Oh, okay. Yeah. But that's because that's the one my dad had. But then he had the second Ninja Turtles movie. And not the first one, so I know the second one better, which Chris okay. judges harshly. <laughs> um, we all have that movie. I can, can let it be. Then yeah. also, too, when I got a Sega, my mom would buy me, like, Sonic 3, Alien 3, Mortal Kombat 3. I never <laughs> I didn't get the, like, first ones in, like until okay. I... <laughs> I was like, hey, can I have these? <laughs> anyway. Um... So she's dating this guy, but she's basically in love with her friend, whose name I don't remember. Gus? Tate. Tate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so basically, like, her and Tate, do they hook up? I think they do. He calls her, puts her on speakerphone, and she has phone sex while they're actually having sex. Right. With her girlfriend, basically. They're dating. But they also arrange these, like, all-women fight clubs. That's right. And my favorite line was basically Tate was like, let's rock it. Like, they just started. And then, let's see. I I get so angry, I start swinging. I don't care what I hurt. We don't waste any time making any rules or pontificating about the meaning of our fight club. We don't do any of that girl fighting shit either. It's just like that pontificating, like, I'm not going to stand here and talk. We are going to do it. It's like, exactly. Yes. That's right. Brad Pitt, take it. Uh, that made me cackle a lot. It's very realistic. That's exactly how a uh, girl fight club would be. Yep. We're not going to stand here and talk about this shit. We need to talk about the rules or how we don't talk nope. about Fight Club or whatever else they say. Because I feel like I've only seen that movie once. <laughs> I think I've only seen it all the way through once. Mm. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. So yeah, overall, this collection, I'd recommend having something very light to go after it mm-hmm. could maybe read a couple stories and then go yeah. through something else and then come back yeah yeah that sounds um. have something to read while you're reading it because like every guy in here even like 
the glass woman who has the glass son. And I was like, okay, this makes sense. This is good. Oh, he's cheating. Yes. Okay. I wrote still cheats next to him. (laughs) I was like, why? Like every guy is trash except for like one or two. Yeah. I think even Magnus, who I really, really liked, maybe gets like slightly physical or like scary or something. Or that also pouts really long. He's the one, um, the North, uh, North County or whatever. North country. Yeah. Like. He does pout, but then he, because I think it's, they don't talk for a while and it's because when he calls her parents' house, the mom says something and he hears her say to her mom, like, oh, he's no one or like, it's nothing serious and he's hurt by that. But then when that, another trash guy at her job, like corners her at night. Yes is scared to be alone he does come and i think he threatens that guy yeah um but yeah i did like that glass one too because the woman she's made of glass she marries this guy he's not made of glass and they have a kid a son who is also made of glass and even though this husband the husband he's he's always terrified she's gonna get hurt that she's fragile fragile that one day she's something's gonna happen and she's gonna break or they go to the opera and he's worried like someone's going to hit a note and it's just going to shatter my wife and I'm going to be left alone. He's so devastated by that. Doesn't take that into account when he fucking cheats on her. Like, maybe that could hurt someone too. Maybe. Which she knows about because she's glass. So she like takes off her clothes and she goes through the neighborhood unseen and sees him cheating. It's the implication of this that like dudes don't cheat. Your wife is all she always knows. And just why? <laughs> is there a woman in here that doesn't know? Hmm. I don't. I feel like there is no like tropey story of someone telling the woman that her right. husband is cheating. There is in the Florida story. There's like the brothel. I don't know. But then it's like, I don't know there how many wives didn't actually know that their husbands were doing something somewhere. Yeah. And also, like, one of the women, like, realizes yeah. that she's in love with someone in the brothel, so. Yeah. Yeah. I thought Bad Priest was also interesting. Wait, let me see which one that one was. He was a bad priest. Priest Mickey. Oh, yeah, the one having that, uh... sex. <laughs> like, yeah. priests don't do that. <laughs> that is one yeah. thing I remember from being a Catholic before. <laughs> So I made the mistake recently, or I made the mistake of reading another short story collection of uh, that is primarily about women. So I keep going like, oh, what is that? The one I read. Yeah. So yeah, the priest one. Yeah, like he's not religious. He's essentially a priest for his mom. Yep. And this though, he's sleeping when he start we. In our story, he starts sleeping with this woman named Rebecca, but she is not the first woman that he's had sex with. And since taking the vows, that's important. Like, since becoming a priest, he's definitely been having sex with all these different women. And I'm sure she will not be the last. No. No. But he all, she also has a habit of falling in love with men that she uh, cannot, or should not fall in love with. And it's like, oh, right. I relate to that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Winter comes up a lot in a lot of these, too. Yeah. Winter and snow. And I was like, 
I'm not here for any of this. Because <laughs> winter's coming to New England and I don't want it. <laughs> it is coming. It may be coming this weekend. No, what? <laughs> I think we're supposed to get snow this weekend. Son of a bitch. <laughs> it's like a weird thing where maybe like it's the south. It's like New York and south. Because I think Atlanta's supposed to get some too. Oh, know. Jesus. It's weird. Okay. I will say that I am the knife I couldn't read. Ooh. It made me, uh, I, I, there's like sharp pointy things I don't do well. So I was that like, one was... nope, there's a lot of knife talking here and I actually can't do it. Yep. That one was a, um, that was interesting. Yeah. That one's really dark. But it's also, did you read any of it? Or like? Uh, I think I skimmed it cause like they're going to kill a deer mm-hmm. if I remember. And like it gets, it starts really explaining it. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh no, I'm actually going to be sick. Yeah. But I believe, I believe she also lost a child. And so it does okay. talk a little bit about that. Is that the one where she has the, she bleeds in the car? Is her sister live with her in that oh, one? Oh yeah. She, yeah. yes. She's yeah. pregnant, pregnant, and loses the child. Like, they can't get... They're in the middle of nowhere and can't get to a hospital fast enough. Um, so that's another thing that comes up in a lot of the stories, is losing children, whether they're toddlers or, you know, before they're actually born, or when they're born, um, and just the different ways of dealing with that. And then her sister is pregnant. Yeah. And then, does the sister lose the baby, or just... No. Do they deliver the baby? Yes. Okay. So she, yes, I believe that. Babe, I, yeah. 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 That yeah, one I kind of like had to read with one eye closed. It was, yeah. It was something. And then there was also. Mm, where are you? Uh, Strange Gods was the one where the guys proposed to her five different times. Yes. And again, dealing with trauma, she was raped by a group of high school students. Which is what happened to Roxanne Gay, if I'm not mistaken. (sighs) To kill all of them. Yeah. And I believe she gets pregnant with this boyfriend's child and loses the baby. Um, and the doctor actually says when it's just the two of them that, you know, he knows he can tell something happened to cause that scarring and, you know, that it was a miracle she was pregnant at all. Which is not what you want to hear. Like, no. And she, I believe she's half black and half white. Yeah, it is, uh, interesting, like, that some of these stories do, uh, offer like descriptions of the of the right. characters whereas others don't right and yes she is because uh the boyfriend's mom says something to her about like this guy i felt like it was one of those well i'm not racist but you know if you guys yeah. have children it's gonna be so hard on them and blah 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 you're talking to someone who was literally half and half sitting right in front of you yeah you can't <laughs> You can't, uh... And she tries to point that out, like, it wasn't a problem for me with my parents who are one of each. And, but she also tells the mom 
that uh, she can't have kids and the mom kind of rejoices in that or takes, she's like, oh, okay, like, great. Yeah, I, oh, that was the point, another point where I was like, I'm kind of done for the moment. Yeah. I just, growing up in the South, it's not the first time I've heard something like that. Mm -hmm. We'll just leave it at that. Yeah, the the um, there's the one about the stripper. Yeah, La Negra which, Blanca. Yeah, she's where, also yeah half black, half white, but she looks. I guess she looks white outside yeah. of. Uh, apparently, she has a great ass. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like. I know a couple strippers, and they love what they do. Um, there's one woman that makes a lot of money on Instagram by uh, doing comics of the things that she hears as a stripper. Oh. And it's hilarious. Interesting. Um, but this was, at first, I was very excited because uh, you hear about Sierra slash Sarah, who's mm-hmm. the character and she is in love with Alvarez but who also might be too sweet to like tell her that he's also in love with her but also they might be dating it's very like at first it was like oh is this like a will they won't they but then he like takes her home and bathes her and everything so but then oh this trash man William white guy who I believe his father told him that he could never, like, never sleep with or ever be with anyone black because, you know, our family, we don't do that. Um, You're going to have an affinity for black people, but you're not, you cannot act on it. Yes. Essentially. Yes. I was like, that's probably the most terrible thing I've ever heard. So William, I believe he will... Is he the one? He was the one who would listen to rap music and wear, like... Like, in the privacy of his own home, like, baggy pants and throw up gang signs. Because, you know, it's yeah. fun to pretend to be black without having to actually be black. Oh, God. Um, he. <laughs> Trash. Uh, she's yep. one of, like, she's, like, his favorite stripper. And he ends up following her home and raping her. Yeah. But I believe even after that's all said and done, he's like but I still, you know, I still haven't had sex with a black girl, so it's fine. It's fine what I just did. He sees a picture of her mom. Oh, right. And says, this black woman looks just like you. Right. And gets angry. Right. He's fine with it before that, before he realizes. Yeah. Because he thinks but that like, he just raped a white woman, so that's fine, because she's not black. Yeah. But then he kind of, like, does kind of, I don't know if it's like he lets it roll off, but it, it his son walks up and he's like, everything's fine. Or Alvarez comes, right? Uh, Alvarez is in the apartment. Yeah. He takes care of Sarah. Yeah. But then William goes home. Yes. And then he's, that's when he sees his son and he's like, yeah, it's a brave new world. That's what he tells us. Yeah. I feel like he throws and, up in the bushes before that. 
Let's see. Throws up somewhere. Yep, he leans out of his car and vomits the acid burning in his throat and mouth. And then he drinks more whiskey. He is horrified. He is gleeful. And it does maybe seem like it's the start of him maybe being... Yeah. I, I don't feel like this is the last time it's he's going to do it. Well, he also assaulted his maid, too. Oh, yeah. Um, I forgot about that part. I believe she was Hispanic, and he makes her give him a blowjob, and then he never yeah. bothers her again. He but. also has cameras all in her room. Jesus, I forgot about that part. Yep. Yeah. Pair this up with some, like holiday movie yeah <laughs> or maybe just read a couple stories skip to uh what's my favorite one open marriage <laughs> read that yes. about her eating that expired yogurt go back to another one go back to the expired yogurt one <laughs> anytime you're starting to be like oh god oh god oh god oh god yeah. go back to open marriage it'll be okay <laughs> so good. <That> damn yogurt <laughs> i will say her bad feminist book mm-hmm is the only one that I think I like binged through and didn't regret. Uh, Hunger I, I binged and totally regretted. Do not okay. read binge Hunger. I still haven't finished Bad Feminist and maybe it's because I binged Untamed State and didn't shouldn't have done yeah. that. <laughs> Don't do that. No, I feel like that one has more lighthearted fun mm-hmm. in it than okay. uh, the other ones do. Maybe it's just because I really remember the Sweet Valley and like the talk of Sweet Valley High and how it's just like garbage, but yet <laughs> you can't stop reading it. And I'm like, no, I feel that. <laughs> I feel that in my bones. Uh, so. Sometime I want to go back and reread those and like the Babysitter's Club, like stuff like that from yeah. from childhood. I recommend it. Maybe one like, yeah. Um, I don't have a book drink other than maybe like lots of vodka. Yeah. Oh, wait, I did have one. I did want to say more about how and yes, why it okay. was my favorite. Yes, please do. So this is the one where Hannah, she's living with all these people in her house, and she's basically planning to leave. Um, her, un- her husband's unemployed. Uh, her dad's there. Her twin sister, her sister's husband, and their kid are also there. She works two jobs, um, and she's in love with her best friend, Laura. Her and her, her best friend, Laura, they're, they're in love with each other. Um, she talks about how when her and her sister were kids... Are they twins? They are twins. They so are more twins. twins. Yeah. Her and Anna. Hannah and Anna. Oh Their mom. God, don't do that. I know. <laughs> and it's, it is just Hannah with an H. Like, or it's Anna with an H. It's not like yep. Hannah with an H at the end. It's just Anna with an H put in front of it. But Yeah. Um, don't do that. They <laughs> Did they have twin brothers as well? I know they had brothers. They had brothers. But, maybe but I don't think so. I think. think just a few brothers. Oh, five I brothers. I feel like one... Oh, that's more than I thought I was going to say. I thought one was older and one was younger, but there are five, yeah. Yeah. But their mom just leaves one day. Like, she gets the kids off to school, normal routine, and when they come home, she's not there. And the brothers all move away. And, like, yeah, obviously, as they got older, they got older, they grew up, moved away. Their dad basically drinks all day. Every day. Um, To the point where he's had to go to bars in another town because bars in town won't serve him because he's just caused too much trouble. Um, So he's staying with Hannah. 
And then I think her sister Anna's husband loses his job, and that's why they come stay. Um, but then their mother shows up one day just out of the blue, <laughs> which yeah. I was like, oh, we're back after 20 years? years or yeah, something like that. And she, what I liked was that Anna, I think she, she gives Hannah the warning. She tells her mom's back, which is like, yeah. what do you mean? Um, and she's like, you have to come see her. And Hannah does. And then she like walks right back out of the house. I loved that. Yeah. Which I was like, yes, you do that. Cause I get that. Goes to Laura's house, tells her what's going on. She stays there. Anna comes and gets her there. And she, um, when they end up finally being, okay, let's go back to the house. She does go back. Um, I think the end was my favorite part. Like, I don't think she even really says too much to her mom. No. No, she basically walks in as like, so I'm leaving my husband. Yeah. She gives him the ring and he's just like, also, he's a jerk. Oh, he is. He's, he's terrible. Jerk. Yeah. Um, like, when she gives him back the ring, he's just like, okay, whatever. But she basically, it ends with Hannah, the best friend, Laura, that she's in love with, Anna, the sister, her husband, and the baby getting into Laura's truck and driving off. And I was like, yes, there's just something about that ending where I was like, yes, you guys. Yes. It just, it's a very happy ending. Yes. You leave. I mean, you're leaving your house, but like get out of there. Like yeah. you don't owe it to anyone. I mean, she's your mom, but you don't owe it to her to sit and listen to her explanation, which is why she's there. Um, was there, were there rumors around town that the mom had remarried and had another kid? Or did I take that from another story? Mm, I don't remember. I might have pulled that from another story. I can't remember. I feel um, like I wouldn't be surprised if there were. Maybe. The thing that got me was uh, the dad got bad. And like Hannah called the brothers and was like, we need to take care of the mm. dad. And they're like, nope, we don't. Nope. We're not. Not it. It's kind of like, it's women's work to take care of an alien yeah. parent. You guys handle this. And uh, and she basically... Oh, one of them did offer to send like 20 bucks a month. Super helpful. Yeah, so helpful. Um, and he he definitely abused his, his girls. Yes. Which is another reason why they're like, you knew this was going to happen when you left. Because he's not allowed on the second floor. Yes. Wherever he, where he stayed, he, and I don't think she ever explains it to her husband. She's just like, why is he down? She's just not allowed upstairs. Yeah, That's I think she's like, is. he knows what he did. Yeah. Or he knows why. Um, but yeah, like, they they don't let her explain. They're basically like, yeah, it's been long enough. Mm-hmm. Same for and... when Hannah gives her husband back the ring. She doesn't say anything. She just puts it on the coffee table. And he also doesn't need her to explain because his response is just whatever. Like, he knew yeah. this was coming type of thing. Yeah, I, I was going to say, there is a section. What I liked is how this one was broken down. A couple of them are like this where it's got, like, headings. Mm-hmm. Um, and she kind of, I don't want to say gets tricked into marrying him, but that's 
kind of it. Like maybe they went on a date and he came back and he's like, I've decided I want to marry you. And she was drunk. Yeah. Like they were hooking up, I think. And then or see, he goes somewhere and comes back and he's like, I missed you. Let's get married. And she was like super into a bottle of wine. It was like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love but the yeah, just like driving off ending. into the sunset. Yeah. And yep. I did also like to though, Anna has been asking her sister, like when she doesn't come home or when she stays out even later for someone working two jobs, like, where are you? Are you cheating on your husband? Like, are you seeing another man? And the, the truth is, no, she's not. Nope. <laughs> so she says nope. no. And Anna can tell that Hannah is telling the truth, but that there is something off about it, that it's not the full truth, that there is somehow a lie. And yeah. it just hasn't clicked for her yet where she can't figure it out until, I think, closer to the end when, like, the mom is coming back. Or, no, I think a little bit before that she starts to figure it out and realize yeah. that who, like, who Laura is to Hannah. I also love that Hannah and Laura have, like, the same reaction where oh, like yeah she just goes like i mean really yeah <laughs> to the mom coming back i'm like really yeah <laughs> i was like oh you guys are soulmates it's so cute yes oh. yeah that one was definitely high on my list yes so that's another one that's it's not lighthearted in the middle but the end of it is like yes yeah <laughs> it has a happy ending which yeah. not all of these do probably not a happy ending for their mom their dad or the soon-to-be ex-husband of Hannah, but I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. Like, there's, I just have a hard time feeling bad for someone that left their kids. Right. And then decided many, many years later that now is the time to talk about it when, where you been for, like, almost 20 years, 16, That's... 20 years, whatever, however long it was? It's, yeah. You clearly knew where she was this whole time because you showed up at her house. Yeah. And, like, doesn't the dad get, like, super dressed up, too? I think so. I think he's trying not to drink. But because he's an alcoholic, that is fucking with him. Yeah. Is the not drinking. Um, But he's trying to stay clear-headed, but it's, like, doing other stuff to his body because he's not drinking. I just... Although I am curious, like, what's the conversation like for those three? For the mom, the dad, and then the... Hannah's now, like, are going to be ex-husband when they're left in this room alone. (laughs) Yeah. Are the boys there, too? I don't think so. I think it's just them. Okay. Yeah, it's... The family dynamics in that story. Yeah. There's something. Oh, is she also the one that is going across town and sleeping with college kids? One of them is. Yes, that's her. Okay. She will, she works at a bar, but she will sometimes, I can't remember when her other job is, maybe a waitress, I think. Um, Something like that. But sometimes between her shifts at the bar and the restaurant, or the restaurant and the bar, I guess I should say, she will go to a local college and like sit in on classes and pretend to be a student. And then sometimes she will go back to a kid's dorm telling them like what she's majoring in or whatever. I don't know. I think... She, yeah i was she the one who said that she couldn't keep her story straight so she tries to not go back to the same guys there's something where like that they, yeah yeah oh i also um 
oh, I forgot about why her husband was a dick. <laughs> uh, I just knew that he was. <laughs> I mean, he does so... I feel like he cheats, too. I mean, for, like... <laughs> Everyone goes through hard times, but he strikes me as one of those unemployed, I'm not trying to get a job, unemployed yep. types of assholes. And I'm going to let my partner work two jobs and not try to contribute to the household. Yeah. But then I will show up at her job at the restaurant for breakfast. And to make sure Almost she's like watching. Yes, watching her. Yeah. Um, But I forgot. He thinks they're trying to have a child. Oh, he wears right. He wears boxers instead of briefs because he read... Um, that the more airflow or whatever, which I feel like I've read that too. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've heard the same thing. Yeah. Like Chris, wear your briefs. <laughs> Although it doesn't matter now. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they only have sex when the home ovulation kit he bought indicates that she's fertile. Um, but he doesn't know that a couple years ago, she said she was going on vacation with Laura and instead she drove somewhere else and got her tubes tied. It's like, good for you, but yeah. also stop being with this asshole because he's just sucking the life out of you and your money. Yeah. Is she also the one that, uh, there's so many sisters in this. Yeah. She's the one that, like, bit the dick of the guy that, like, abused <laughs> her sister. <laughs> she did. This story, I forget how, like, there was a lot going on in this one. Now I gotta find it. I'm gonna find oh, that because I think you're right. Hannah and Anna are not openly demonstrative, I hate that word, but love each other wildly. In high school, Anna dated a boy who didn't treat her well. When Hannah found out, she put a good hurting on him. Hannah pretended to be her sister, and she took the bad boy up to the trails behind the country fairgrounds. She got down on her knees and started to give him head, and she told him if he ever laid a hand on her sister again, and before she finished the sentence, she bit down on his cock and told herself she wouldn't stop biting down until teeth met. Ah! She smiled when she tasted his blood. <laughs> uh, he walks he definitely with... can't have kids. He's not a boy anymore, but he walks with a hitch and always crosses to the other side of the street when he sees her coming. Yeah. So one of the times where pretending to be the identical twin would work because he's just a boy in high school, not a spouse like in that other story. <laughs> yeah. But also, I feel like he would need stitches or something. Probably. I mean, Ron Jeremy's got sewed back on. He's it's although That's true. this he walks with a hitch. So I, he I mean, can't have kids. What do you do? Like as a teenage boy, do you go home? What do you tell your parents for needing to go to the doctors for this? Or do you just not and try to deal with it on your own? I I feel like there's enough veins and stuff down there that like you need to go get that right. Yeah. <laughs> You need to go examine that. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, But also, good revenge. Yeah. Maybe men should not be trash, and they won't get their dicks almost bitten off. This is very true. It doesn't even say what he did, but nope, I have no doubt he deserved well. it. So. So, did you drink anything in particular? While reading this or did it make you think of anything for me it just was straight up vodka like <laughs> i just kept being like i need to purify myself i didn't actually drink any vodka i still can't but yeah. soon hopefully i feel like i just drank like tea it is that season yeah because it's cold <laughs> yeah 
Um, I'm trying to see it. Think if any of them really. None really popped out at me. Outside of like alcoholism, no. Yeah. Because I know that there's like whiskey. Because even the Civil War one, fast food has been deemed bad, but alcohol is still okay. Yeah. So, anything alcoholic? Vodka is probably a good yeah. one. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> I mean, at least then you're, you know, as few calories as possible. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh. Oh, um, we also, we didn't talk about the, like, the title story. <laughs> oh, shit, we did not. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly because it didn't quite make sense to me. I mean, to me, it was very, like, there's different headings. So for the, t- the story title, Difficult Women, talks about loose women, frigid women, crazy women, mothers uh and then dead Dead girls girls. yeah so to me it was kind of like these are all the different types of women except dead girls is the one that was like oh death makes them more interesting makes them more beautiful um might be said they're at peace so leading up to that talks about the different things kind of how it's more of an essay than a story almost yeah yeah it's like a weird hybrid but yeah it's like who a loose woman looks up to right frigid woman how she got that way who she surrounds herself with um why a crazy woman is misunderstood oh yeah where was the one the therapy one rang very true or very uh way too real Mm, yeah I did also like the what happens when a crazy woman snaps. Mm -hmm. Uh, She's sitting at her desk working late when her boss hulks his way into her office, sitting too close on the edge of her desk, taking up space in the way that men do. He stares down her blouse and it's the presumption in the way he doesn't hide his interest that makes her hold the sharp letter opener in the cool palm of her hand. Yeah. Actually, a couple before that, too. What a crazy woman thinks about while walking down the street. Oh, yeah. Trying not to walk too fast or too slow and paying attention and keys in your hand. The other day, I walked outside. I was listening to a podcast as I was getting ready to take the dog outside. But when I got outside, I was like walking with her, and I was like, something's wrong. And I was like, oh, shit, I have both earbuds in. Can't do that. Let's take one of yeah. these out. <laughs> yeah. Either it has to be quiet enough so you can hear around you, or yes. one of them comes out. Yep. Yeah. It is definitely interesting yeah. to talk to women to see, like, what they're taught to do when you're walking alone, especially you... different times of night. Yes. What's up? Have you seen, there was some tweet that asked, like, what women would women would do if men were, like, not allowed outside after dark or, or something. Oh, I, I can't remember. I did see, like, the after effects of it, because I, I wasn't on Twitter for a little while, but... Gotcha. Uh, but I did see a lot of like, I'd go for a run at night. Yeah. One was I would have both earbuds in. Yeah. <laughs> Something simple. Yeah. Yeah. I am terrible at like, because like my keys, you should always have your keys in your mm-hmm. hands. And I never can find my keys. It's so bad. I should. But then also I'm like, I'm with a little, I mean, he's little, but I'm with a dog usually. Yeah. That will try to bite you. 
Because yeah. we have also found, we have also discovered, this dog seems to go crazier when someone comes home if I'm home. But if I'm out doing stuff and it's just Chris home, he doesn't seem to bark as much. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. I wonder what causes that protective I don't know. It's like in my, because I am here all day with him since I work from home. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm fine. I need to work. I need you to be quiet so I can work. Interesting. Yeah. I wonder if dogs know. Mine, on the other hand, doesn't give a shit when someone's here unless they have food. So he knows what the doorbell sounds like when someone's delivering something. Oh, yes, yes, yes. It's an important sound to know, although no one ever rings our doorbell, so ours just barks at it. (laughs) Not happy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Doing a really quick look. I think outside of another one of the short ones. We the, we didn't I think we talked about all the most of them. Yeah. Okay, we did talk about I think there's only like 3 that we didn't. But yeah, I think we actually did cover most of them. Yeah. Which is okay. Which all of them, yeah. Cool. Um so what are you going to be reading next? I might have said this on a past one. But I can't remember. And I never read it, so I'm going to say it again. Okay. <laughs> um, last year, Chris got me Saga, like the the big, big one. Yeah. And the I, because I, I had, yes, I had borrowed some of the trades from a friend of mine. Um, I just, I have no idea where I stopped with those trades that I borrowed, what's in this volume and what's out now. Right. <laughs> so I want to get back into that series because I really well, loved news. it. They are on hiatus for a year. Okay. As of like September, I think is when it was. Okay, so I have some time. So it, it is a perfect time to get caught up. Sweet. And love Sanka. Are yes. you also reading Paper Girls? Yeah, but I think I only have the first two trades of that. But I really yeah. liked it, and I need to get the rest. I almost bought those for my sister for Christmas. I will I'm tell you after what if... I did get her in case she listens to this episode. Okay. <laughs> You didn't get um, Paper Girls, though. I apparently. did not. I was going to, and then I was like, I'm going to go with this other thing, and I hope she really <laughs> likes it. Um, and then also Rat Queens was another one I had borrowed from my friend that I really liked. Oh, yeah. But I like what haven't been keeping up, so. I think yeah. Paper Girls Volume 4 comes out this month. Okay. Nope, it's Volume 5. Oh, okay, okay. Cool. Okay. I was going to say, I thought there were a few of them on the shelf when I put those two back. <laughs> Yeah, so, but I'm going to yeah, go through great. my big, yes, it's so good. So I want to get through that big volume. And then I have this thing, like, <laughs> when I got that, I was like, this is awesome. But then I was like, oh, damn it. So when the next trades come out, am I going to want the trades, like the regular size trades? I can't possibly wait for another big ass oh, volume yeah. to come out. Like, I like them to look the same. Like, it's bugging me because I have, so Angel, they did, after Angel ended, they did, like a little like five trade comic like after the fall yeah and i have one in paperback and the rest are hardcover and it kills me that they're not all the same so i have no idea what i'm gonna do with saga but i need to i want to get caught up on that i think the third large volume of saga just came out okay saga so saga book one i think i just saw maybe it was just book two that just came out I could have sworn book three 
either I just saw it or it's coming out soon. Okay. I'll have to take a but, look. But then I do also need to get that last Buffy trade. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that still. The new yeah. Buffy. We may have to find a way to get that on. Okay. <laughs> have like Buffy Corner. <laughs> yeah, that actually would be it. a good idea. Yeah. We're going to add that segment in 2019. It's called the Buffy Corner. And we're going to talk about the Buffy comic. Okay. <laughs> Which at some point we should talk about what we're doing in 2019. Maybe next Yes, episode. I was thinking about that. And <laughs> I'm very excited for 2019 and what we're going to be too. doing. I am too. I got to start working on uh, the the social media side of that so we can get it out. I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to read next. I have no idea. I think I'm going to go super light. Okay. That's understandable. um, I have, so if you, if you ever go to like a book con or comic con or something and Quirk Books is there, they have a really great uh, secret password that you can give. And I ended up getting the sequel to Geekerella, which comes okay. out in April. And I had not read Geekerella at the time, so I was like, okay, well, I should probably read that first. <laughs> it's so damn cute. Oh, I have, like, I have not read it either. <laughs> it's, it looks like I was like, I have no, because Cinderella is like one of my least favorite fairy tales. I'm just like, eh. Oh, really? But yeah, it, it's because it was my sister's favorite when she was growing up, so... It's there's there's no logic outside of that, um, but it's like this girl whose dad started like essentially a Star Trek conference, and um, then he dies, and like they're making a new movie, and this guy get cast, so like they end up texting, but she doesn't realize she's texting with like this big movie star. Oh. Which is, like, one of my secret favorite tropes (laughs) is when, like, the really famous guy falls for the really normal girl. Anyways, I fell in love with it. I read it in a day. It's so cute. So now I'm really excited for the second one. Nice. Okay. (laughs) That's awesome. I'm really hoping it's just as light and fun and maybe makes me cry, but that's okay. I just need something. Also, Something Hallmark movies less. are starting to make me yell. So, <laughs> I'm sorry, but Christmas in Graceland takes place in Memphis where they have feet and feet of snow. And, like, I'm from Memphis. That is my hometown. <laughs> we don't get snow. Like, I don't I, know where you think you are. Like, it's not a white Christmas everywhere in the world. <laughs> exactly. I'm it like, physically is, can't be. No. So there was that, and then, of course, there was Pride and Prejudice and Mistletoe, and if you're going to freaking gender swap the people, you can't change the brother's aim. <laughs> I just, I can't. So, it might be time for me to turn off Hallmark for a little while. I need to watch at least one of them, or maybe one, like one of the ones on Netflix that, there was that group watch the other day, and I just... I ended up running errands and looking for Christmas presents instead. And then the one they're doing this Sunday, we're going to be back in Connecticut that day for our Lucky Taco Mug Club dinner. Oh, that'll be fun. (laughs) Oh my God, it's going to be so good. Have you watched The Spirit of Christmas? I have not. Okay, it's on Netflix. It's mine and Elle's favorites. Okay. Mostly because the guy looks like a hipster. He's like a goes from the 1920s. Okay. 
and he's killed mysteriously. Okay. And comes back for 12 days every Christmas. And the <laughs> girl, the woman who is helping sell his house slash hotel, I can't remember what it is, <clears throat> they maybe fall in love. <laughs> and she's trying Amazing. to solve the mystery of like what happened to him. And I made oh Josh God. watch it. And Josh <laughs> was like, I'm going to, he was like, I'm Googling the best Christmas movies on Netflix and we're going to watch the number one. Three lists. Three lists. It showed up as the number oh one. Oh my God. And I was like, well, we're watching it. And he griped the whole time, but I made him watch it. So. I, uh, Chris and I, I don't know what we were doing, but we saw like a commercial or trailer for the um, Kurt Russell Santa Claus movie. Yes, I haven't and watched I that one yet. have only recently realized like, oh yeah, Kurt can get it. Yes. <laughs> so I was like, oh, Santa's a babe. All right, I'll have to watch this. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't, Josh wouldn't watch that one because he didn't want to watch any with kids. Okay. It's like, okay, fine, whatever. So it's on my list, as is the Royal Princess one, two, whatever. Mm. Is that the one so. with um, uh, Vanessa Hudgens? No, no, I've watched that one, one several times. Okay. <laughs> That's like the princess swap. It's terrible. Oh, it's yes. It's so yes, bad. Yes. Okay. But you know what? I will support Hallmark has started doing minorities. I'm doing air quotes because it's like last year they had one movie where it was two Latina characters. Okay. And it's one of my favorites. And so this year they have a lot more like diversity going on. And Netflix is starting to bring that too. So like one of the lead guys in this princess swap one is is not white. So I was like, cool, okay, I'm I'm board. all for supporting that. <laughs> Let's not just have a bunch of white blonde people. Oh, that was the other thing Josh okay. was like, are they all blonde? <laughs> <laughs> so oh, I love gosh. Christmas. <laughs> oh so Next up is a, another book on your list. Yes. <clears throat> what do we have? Next we are doing Chemistry by Wakey Wang, I believe. I think so. And I honestly don't remember what put this on my list. I probably saw a review of it somewhere. and was like, oh yeah, I want this. And Chris got it for me for actually like a year ago because it was my birthday or Christmas. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so. There you go. Yeah. I have a book that's expiring that I didn't realize expired. Uh, and I still haven't finished Dracula. <laughs> that's okay. Dracula is very hard. It's hard, and I can't stop hearing him as Keanu Reeves. <laughs> that's usually a problem, yes. <laughs> I have no idea what chemistry is about, but I'm very excited. I don't remember. <laughs> nope. I'm just... Uh, I will tell you that Roxanne Gay gave it five stars. Oh, sweet. Good okay. Reads. And I'm not seeing any content warnings. Yes. Okay. So this should be good. Awesome. A little bit lighthearted, hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. Or at least maybe just not as dark as what we've been reading. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So um, we... We'll be back in two weeks with that and more information on what we are doing in 2019. We are going to be changing it up again. We're very excited. Um, And 
I don't know, maybe more information will go out before then on social media if you want to follow us there. Uh, we are at Facebook and, and, nope, yeah, Facebook and Instagram at JBC. Nope, we're at all three now, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let me I think about again. it. Uh, you could find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at JBC Podcast. We also have a Facebook group that is uh, a handbook for judging fabulous retellings covers um, where you can find more information and come talk to us about books. So yeah, Um, we'll be back in two weeks and oh shit, I might have library finds actually now. (laughs) (laughs) Go support your libraries, but also make sure you know when your books are due important <laughs> yeah i should check on dracula and see when that's due because i've already renewed it once <laughs> i've got one that's been renewed six times and also i maybe could i couldn't find bitch planet 2 and i remembered returning a bitch planet and was like it's oh it's gotta be bitch planet 2 and i found bitch planet 2 the other day so that which happens. is good i don't have to pay them like 20 bucks for that, but I do owe them my fine. And we're okay. My books are not due until December 10th. This podcast (laughs) is done. I'm so done. I'm going to need to stop.